Welcome to The Breaks Radio. First off, though, we got a hell of a topic to talk about. So Young uh, young Thug and Gunner got hit with a RICO charge. Um, this has been crazy just to watch this all come down. Mary, I'll come to you first because I usually come to you first on most topics. Uh, how do you feel about this? What what has uh, with you being at Rock the Bells? What is this like? The conversation been in the media? What do you what do you make of all this? Um, to be honest with you, I don't think people are surprised so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I also want to add, and I think this kind of broke after our uh, our topic compilation came out, but um, casting over two times pleaded guilty today um, on these very same charges. Mm. And I'm not sure if they were part of the same crew, um, but yeah. I mean, what's baffling to me is why these people who have money kind of are still caught up in this shit, right? Mm. Like they, you would think they would have been able to go legit with their success. And I don't know, like that's kind of crazy to me. So I don't know. I mean, I I would say I hope for the best or I hope there's been a mistake. But usually when like Rico is involved, it's like they got your phone tapped. (laughs) Usually by the time the Rico comes down, they they got everything locked in there. So, yeah. So it I don't know. All right. Uh, Go ahead. (laughs) Take that away. I just know that, you know, like I was saying, once. Once the Rico hit, that means them lawyers got to comb through every bit of those charges to understand what is going on. So, hey, I mean, look, you get money and then you keep going back to the hood and doing hood shit. I'm not mad at it. I mean, but just don't do that. You know what I mean? So, shit, I don't know. I I don't know what to say about this. Like, niggas just never learn, I guess. Niggas is niggas. There you go. Marquis? To to um, <clears throat> address something M said, what I do know is no matter how much money is made in music, you still gotta take care of your people and put the people that kind of got you on, and kind of have to be the front for that. You still have a commitment. Um, so I know that there is the loyalty or the responsibility um, from that perspective, and that's why they still kind of stay tied into the game um, because of, of course, who their people are, who, who their people are and everything. Um, am I surprised? No. I mean, this is what happens. And it, how, how can you get away with selling drugs or anything? This, they're doing anything like that this day and age. Like you can't move weight. You can't do anything with all the cameras around. You can't it, it, it get yourself involved in any crime affiliated. Like, Every, everything is connected. Everything we say, everything we do, especially on social media, everything we verbalize, if your phone is near, like you're not going to get away with anything. If they want to get you, they're just going to get you. They're going to make an example out of you. So it's not like you're going to get away with anything anyway. So you just have, happen to – and Donald Trump ain't in place, and you, you, know, you ain't Lil Wayne, so. Well, can, I, can I say something about that, then? Go for it, please. Uh, well, first of all, you're right, because these niggas is probably watching Power, Snowfall, and Ozark, okay? That's probably one. <laughs> The second thing is the people that they're the people that they're quote unquote looking out after, 
probably most likely don't understand. It's it's the same with NBA and NFL players. They probably don't understand how the money works in the business. So it's like, yeah, we the the listeners have been lied to uh, about how much these artists are are making and what what they're raking in and stuff like that. And for the most part, depending on who you are and where you're at in the business, uh, you're probably not making that much. You know what I mean? So going back to you uh, saying, like, yeah, they still got to take care of the people that's in the hood and things like that. And that that could be a lot of pressure. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you got one foot still in the streets and they don't understand how that money works. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When you coming in as a new artist or a new player and you on that rookie contract, or you get that advance, bro, you got to pay that money back. Mm. Or it might not be that much. Everybody know you got a lot of your bread is coming from touring. And you asking for, you know, a certain amount of money or whatever off this nigga, royalty or, yeah, or something like that. It's like, nah, it don't, it don't, it don't work like that. So, yeah, you, you become a new artist or you make it to the NFL, you make it to the NBA or MLB. You got to go sit down and figure out and budget. You know what I mean? And don't have a budget to go kill niggas. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. How about that? This is, I mean, and, and take care of your people needs to mean get your people up out and get them, create legitimate businesses for them to, to for them to do their thing in. Let's get yeah. them out the streets. Well, to address that, what's the Kevin Hart movie when having a legitimate business? You know how niggas don't have business mindsets? This is true. This is very true. We always want to take care of people to start a business, but motherfuckers don't know how to run businesses. This is true. Yeah, this is very true. But how? But but they know how to budget. <laughs> they they can put a budget aside to, mur to try to murder somebody. Yeah, that's crazy, man. We backwards. Crazy. Let's move off of that though. Get into better topics and news. So Kendrick Lamar has released the album cover for Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. He also last week alluded to this album possibly being a double album. What do you guys make of the album cover? And what do you think about Kendrick dropping a double album potentially? Who wants to say, yo, let's go. We got to go to Baylor on this one first. Go ahead, Baylor. Uh, as far as the album cover, the album cover, I I am a artist myself in, in my lane. So anything that's authentic, I fuck with. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I also pay attention to people that get these abstract album covers and things like that for us to figure out how high they were and what they was thinking <laughs> about when they made these album covers. Um but I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm just, this is just a guess, but I'm assuming that art cover has a message in it itself. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you follow K dot, this nigga be having Easter eggs and all kinds of shit floating around in this album. Every, yeah. uh, so I, I would, I would think that the album cover itself is saying something. I just don't know what it says. Um, and then outside of that, yo, if it happens to be a, a double a, a double album. I'm I'm fine with that. Hell, it could have been one album. You just cram all them songs onto one album. For all I, care. I just want to hear this shit. All right, fair enough. Fair enough, Marquis. I mean, we know it's gonna be dope at the end of the day. Like double album. Album cover wise, obviously he's Jesus um, with kids in the apartment. Which still hasn't been fully painted, so the struggle is real. Um, I, dare I say I don't want to get too excited mm. I mean we know we're going to get minimum four but a double album that's a lot of content even though he had a lot of time since damn that's a lot of content to consume so either A 
the first listen is not going to be good. It, we're going to have to just wait for all the rewind and just go back and dissect. And the sad part about this is every person who's so-called a hip-hop aficionado or understands hip-hop or listens to, to this, they're not going to take the time to do that because they're so stuck on Jack, Jack Harlow and the quick punches. This album won't be dissected or appreciated like it should. <clears throat> and even though that's, you know, I don't, I don't want to um, give credence to that generation. Unfortunately, they're the people who push music more than our generation does, if that makes sense. Well, so I'm a little afraid of that. I don't know if, if Kendrick has that to worry about, to be honest yeah, with you. I, I think, don't think so. Yeah, I, don't think, I think Kendrick is one of those artists that it, he transcends that. He transcends, yeah. yes. I agree. Yeah. But go ahead, I think Mary. that a lot of people have been highly anticipating this. So I don't think, I think it's going to get its flowers for sure. Um, I mean, just by looking at the what kind of reaction the heart part five is getting. I mean, it's, it's got, gone everywhere and it's getting lots of praise and acclaim. I kind of expect the album to follow suit. So that's my prediction. Yeah, for the, sure. heart, the heart five won't be on the album though, which is interesting. The hearts are never on the album, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So his first single, he just dropped something right before his actual album came out. Just yeah. a teaser. It's a teaser. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty clever. Yeah. Well, one, of the, one of the lines, real quick, I loved. He said, in a land where hurt people we'll hurt get, more Wait, hold people. on. We, we gotta, oh, we're we're going to review the song. To, it has okay. its own thing. We're going to review okay. the song. Because uh, I, I had to go there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's get into the next topic. So Black Thought and Danger Mouse. Hold on. It's your favorite artist. What are your thoughts? Oh, come on now. You know, I try not to say much about it because everybody knows what I'm going to think about the Kendrick. A double album, I'm super excited for. I don't, I, I, Kendrick hasn't dropped a whack album at all. And that goes all the way from overly dedicated Section A to to what he's dropped mainstream-wise. He hasn't missed at all. And I expect that from Kendrick to keep going. And the thing mm-hmm. that I always love about Kendrick Lamar albums and music is that they're ones that get better with time. So Pimper Butterfly is better today than what it was when I listened it to it when it came Truly. out. And it truly so, is. I'd agree with that. Too. That's something that I always appreciate with Kendrick music and the fact that he is a true artist in in that he tests himself, right? He pushes himself. Mm-hmm. He's not one of those artists mm-hmm. that get comfortable in a certain lane and just stays in that. And because of that, it gets you excited every time he drops an album. It gets me excited every time he drops an album because I know I'm going to learn a new layer about not only Kendrick Lamar, the person, but how the artist has grown since his last album as well. Quick question. And I just, I know we brought this up before. What did everybody say um, was his best album? I say Good Kid. You say Good Kid. I think I think To Pimple Butterfly. I, I said Pimple Butterfly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I can see them. So predictions on this one. What do you think it's going to rank? I don't know. I haven't even heard the official first single I, from the album to get the vibe. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, know. I, will, I will say this. I don't even care if this one ranked last. All of them are good. That, yeah, that is true. That's true. That's true. So. That's true. <clears throat> Yeah, I just don't think Kendrick could miss. I, I, I can't wait to review that album next week. The, di- the difference between the, the difference between me uh, critiquing him and other artists that's either in his lane or the older artists is that well, some older artists is that I've heard feel good music from Kendrick already, so I know he can make it. You know what I mean? So now I could just sit back and digest his lyrics now. This is true. Which is a which, which is a total opposite. Which is a total opposite of Pusha T, where I've already we digest your lyrics already, 
because we want that cocaine content, which is crazy mm. to say. But mm-hmm. I want some, I, I want some feel good production behind those bars now. Mm. Isn't it interesting that none of the top dog um TDE um artists are on his albums except for um from Good Kid Beyond? Well, no, I mean, so Good Kid had black all of Black Hippie was on Good Kid. Was there no no TD? There had to be a TD artist on. Does Cole have an album with no features? Shit, I don't want to take away from that. I just I don't I don't recall. Um, You're right. So to Pimp a <clears throat> Butterfly had no features from nope. TD. Damn, damn sure didn't. Yeah, damn barely had. And any Good features. Kid, Mad City. Who was on Good Kid? I know. Yeah, you know, my bad. No pun intended. Good Kid. Well, Good Kid, Mad City. Uh, he had songs with Black Hippie on there. So that right there is TD artist. Um, yeah, but I mean, um, you know what I mean. J Rock was on Money Trees. You looking for Schoolboy? Yeah. 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 So I love me some Schoolboy though. Oh, come on. I love Schoolboy Q. So there you go. Carry on. All right, let's move right along. So Black Thought and Danger Mouth have announced their album Cheat Codes. Um, this is a they've been teasing, doing something together for a while. Marquis, this is a perfect topic to go to you first on this one. Are you excited about this album at all? You have no idea. You have <laughs> no idea. Again, Black Thought does no wrong, especially if it has the right production behind him. He's in my top 10 of all time. Mm-hmm. Danger Mouse, so underappreciated. I, I, I'm not going to say much other than I'm. Have you dying seen the features that are on this album? Yes, I have. MF Doom, ASAP Rocky, Run the Jewels, Raekwon, Joey Badass, Conway the Machine, and Russ. I mean, we're looking at a classic. We're looking at a classic. I Listen, swear to God, I wish he had. I wish he had um um Yasin Bay on it. I, oh I, I lose my mind. I so, lose my mind. So I've been to one Roots picnic, and after seeing him perform there, I left with the thought that Black Thought may be the best live MC of all time. Yeah. Like literally. so, I've had the pleasure of seeing them live from behind the scenes uh, when they headlined the Global Citizen Festival okay. in Montreal, and yeah, like honestly, they were they the Roots as a collective and Black Thought specifically was just something to see. So, and the cool thing is, the dude can sing. Yeah, the dude can I actually mean, sing. Talented, all of them are. Yes, them are. they're a real so, band. Yeah. Yeah. What's the last time we had a Roots album? A while, but they're yeah. they're busy. I mean, they're yeah. Fallon's house band. But they dropped so. two albums as a Fallon house band. You know what yeah, I mean? but still, they're doing a lot. They're doing a lot, and they have the the their own festival. So yeah, hey, Roots picnic next year, team building exercise. Y'all want to go? I'm in. I'm just saying. Let the church say I'm in. I'm just saying. Uh, Bailey, you've been kind of quiet over there. What are you thinking about this album? I was just waiting to be called on. I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I'm probably Pretty Brooks' ex boyfriend. Yeah, I was, I'm still. I'm still thinking about her. Um, I'm. Ha- I'm. I'm happy that there's going to be some possible great content put out there. I will say that. I'm. I'm not going to say that. I'm just. I, I'm. I'm. I'm waiting on it. I'm just going to say. I'm not doubting it. I'll say that. Okay. Just do you? Can you imagine this album? You have Kendrick coming out and KD is coming out sometime this year. Like this could be one of the best years in a, in a long time. In a long You're time, right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. I mean, plus you know you got that classic that just dropped from Jack 
I, I couldn't even say that joke with a straight Just face. <laughs> yeah. You know what M, and now M, M album's coming out, right? You know what M album's yeah, coming M out. Yeah, M album's coming out. It's, he's been consistent, like, what, dropping a surprise album every year and a half to two years, and it's been a minute, so. And after this, I, I guarantee you he's perturbed. Mm. After yeah, yeah, we'll get into that, but I'm definitely excited. It's dropping August 12th, so that's this year. We're getting we're getting a lot of quality music this year. Can't wait to that album. We'll definitely be reviewing it here. But let's jump into our next section where I actually do review music. And that album that I just alluded to, Jack Harlow, Come Home, The Kids Miss You. <sighs> Social media has labeled this album from everything to instant classic to a masterpiece to the best album in the decade, in the last decade. Um and I've never seen such an overhyped, convoluted, piece of trash-ass album in my life. And that's what I got to say about Jack Harlow's album. It, it like, listen, the album's cool. It's a cool listen. But uh, once I started hearing people say it's a masterpiece and all this bullshit, it really soured me on the music of the album. It makes me not even want to like, like the album. Because it's, it's nothing but an okay, a soft lob. And it may be that Jack Harlow is giving the label what they need from him. And then maybe the next album, maybe the fourth album from Jack Harlow, we actually get a Jack Harlow album because we know he can rap. But this album was not it for me. Mm-mm. And I'm sorry. I didn't even plan on going on a rant to start that off. I'm sorry if I took out any of the energy from you guys. Whoever wants to take it next, feel free to take it. But that's where I stand on this convoluted bitch ass album. I go last. Okay. I think that I wasn't expecting anything much different from him. So that's why I don't understand the why y'all are <laughs> like, what were you expecting? For him to actually rap. He's too talented so, for this shit. Well, okay. But I think this was him trying to kind of switch it up a little bit. I also think he was feeding into the commercial success he's been having. I think this was a few things, and I'm mad at him. <laughs> okay. Fair I mean, enough. it's kind of like, you know, 50, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to switch the style up and <laughs> stack your money let, up. Let the money pile up. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Baylor, what do you think? Yo, they about to put a battery in his back. They about to get him the Cardi B treatment, and he is about to take off. It's not for us. It's not for us. We can recognize his talent. That was seven cans of shark shit. Okay. <laughs> but that's also played in a hookah lounge. Mm-hmm. You know what yep. I mean? And they're going to listen to it. So the people that was calling it generation uh, a classic was probably 50% of them was probably bots. The other 50% was in his age range. And they want that. They want. I think the industry want to push him. He's gonna be the next white boy. He will never. He will never be in the same building as Eminem. But they will try. They will try. And just like we haven't gotten a Cardi B album in a while, and that's it. But I can see him going as. And I and I want to say I want to be wrong because he seems like he got the passion for music. But with this latest news. You not knowing who related to each other, nigga. You got to do some studying, and we need what you've been putting out before you got this fame. Now you got NFL. I mean, not NFL. You got NBA refs singing your lyrics in the car together. So you going viral. You know, you doing these interviews. Obviously, we know it's a press run, but 
it seems like they're just trying to build this superstar extremely fast and he's giving out mediocre content. So again, I'm, I'm, I'm actually with Mary. I, I can see, I can see why people are kind of like wishy-washy about him because they knew his talent before the fame. At the same time, I'm like, yo, he deserves some of this criticism because like we've been rocking with him too. Uh, I do. I, it's going to be corny though. It's going to be corny to keep piling up on him though. You know what I'm saying? Cause it seems like, it seems like a lot of, he's getting a lot of attention and it's natural for people to just hate and go against it because he's getting a lot of attention. I think still think he's a cool cat. You know what I'm saying? He's 24 years old. Nigga ain't been out here that long, you know? So, but it wasn't, it's not, it's, it's far from a classic. It's far from a classic. We already know that. I had to go back to it three times. And I said, this shit is even a single. I got tired of the single real fast. Yeah. All right, Marquis, you've been quiet over there. Usually when you're quiet, you're about to unload the whole clip. So let it go. So the first thing I'll say is um last time we talked about him on his first on that other album, and I said, I hope his next album he don't play it as safe as he did. He has the the, the talent, he has a skill, it's there. I'm hoping for his next project to be groundbreaking. Like we already know we respect him. This album is full of just TikTok content between mm-hmm. the beat changes, the punch <laughs> lyrics. I swear, I can. They, they probably can make at least thirty TikToks off of this album alone, and that's what he went for. Watching the shop when he was on the shop, he basically said he he wanted to be the center of attention. He just wanted the fame. He mm-hmm. wanted the punch lyrics because he wanted to make sure he dropped that line that was catchy enough for you to say it, to, for you to repeat it. There's nothing here to digest. One listen is pretty much all the way through. Um, this is this is the Drake formula when he's writing the music strictly for women, um, from perspective where it's appealing to women. Um, my concern or my problem is, well, how does this help the culture? Like, what 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 does it do for the culture? I mean, he basically took what we respected from him. He we actually respected him from a lyrical perspective, where. You know, DJ Ramada basically, you know, he's we, we're not going to compare him to Eminem, but we respected his skill. And he took that and just made this pop album. And how is he crowned? And there and, and one conversation I had with him and it's, it's funny because I had to check myself. There's no such thing as the greatest of of, of any uh, no longer. There's no such thing. That's not even a conversation that anyone wants to have anymore. So that generation, this album clearly isn't for us. But if that generation feels that this is the album for them for this decade, you could have it. There it is. I am no longer relevant to those conversations because this is your king. Is this your king? Is mm. this your king? I'm mm. glad you said that, though, Marquis. I'm glad you said because that was one point I forgot to bring up is that remember Vince Staples said this not too long ago that he's no longer make. Well, I, he didn't say he was no longer making music, period, uh, the way he wanted to make it. But he said he he purposely makes music for soundtracks video games, TikTok, because that's the new wave. Those checks are better. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if the rec label said, look, you're going to have to, um, we need TikTok music. Mm. And now, you know what I mean? So that could be, that could be it as well. Cats is making music for TikTok. And they're getting paid off of it too. Mm-hmm. If you can, if you, if your song could be the next TikTok trend, you're getting some money. 
Am I the only one who didn't recognize that he literally stole Drake's flow, delivery, and everything? No. It's sto- is it stolen or is it influence? It's stolen. Like his his cadence, his rhyme patterns, the sometimes offbeat and the delay. That's Drake's whole rhyme pattern. Okay, Unfortunately, so, so I Drake, rhyme Drake, patterns. Drake has rhyme patterns from a lot of different people. I was about to say, no, uh, so that's Drake has saying. his own rhyme pattern. So, so, no, so no, where no, no. where are we where are no. we gonna get to the point where we're gonna start accusing the right people? Or are we just gonna say, yo, they were just influenced? Because you have actual artists are actually dope MCs that said, "This is biting. This isn't biting." If I if 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 if, if Sheik or or Styles was to give Jada a verse or a line or two, that's not that's not ghostwriting for me. That's just me helping my brother out. Which one is it? Mm. No, no. I mean, cadence, everything. He almost sounded hey. like him in some songs. He almost sounded like him in some songs. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I literally closed my eyes, not know it was Jack Harlow. I thought it was Drake. That's what I'm saying. And again, the content, whoever wrote it, if it's Quentin or whatever like that, the content was Drake-ish. And that's almost half um, hardcore LL. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did we lose Baylor? Oh, there he goes. And when I can get get through, <laughs> there you go, Baylor. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving this two mics. I'm sorry. If we're gonna we're gonna rake in. I'm giving it two. I was done with this album three listens, and I tried. Yeah, I tried to give it two listens, but literally halfway through the second list, I was just like, "Listen, I did this. I came. I saw. I did this. I'm done." Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I can't even get muster up any strength to give it a ranking because I don't feel any way about it. Like fuck this album. Yeah. So right. yeah, like I said, my expectations were a little higher because the talent is there. That's why. And that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Let's move over to uh, something that didn't disappoint: Kendrick dropping the Heart Five. Who wants and to take happened, this one away right? first? That shit happened right in the middle of the Rico, too. Like, <laughs> golly. Um, the visuals, um, that shit threw me off. That shit threw me off for a minute. Um, but you can't you can't have one without the other. You can't have the bars without those visuals for it to make sense. And that was, he pressed the line on that one, the creativity. Uh, forget the... the 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 bars is what brings the images to life, but the images explains the bars. So, man, that yo, yeah, all right, man. That, you see why it went? What was it? Four mil in in like twenty minutes? Like, come on, man. The views is because Cass has been waiting, and that's the thing. I was hearing some people uh, speak about the video, and they and they and they're right because they were saying, yo, a lot of y'all don't even understand what he was saying. This could be true. And, and some of us do got to go to YouTube and break that shit down or, or Reddit. You know what I mean? At the same time, that doesn't mean that you can't still appreciate the art that he makes. Because some people want to take a break from all that Jack Harlow shit. You know what I mean? And then get enlightened by some things that they probably didn't know that, you know, this younger cat or older cat can teach you. And then when you look at the shit that's going on in the world with our celebrities, and then you go back and listen to this, kind of make more sense. Yeah. Yeah. 
this song, this video, this everything, when it dropped, I was, I think, was I working at the time? I did. It took me like an hour to know that it dropped, which is surprising for me with Kendrick content. And by time that had happened, like it had already all the the responses and everything came out and reactions to it and i'd already saw like some of the the, the screenshots of his face changing and i wish i wouldn't have saw that because that like watching it when i actually got to sit down and watch it and take the video in for so for that first time it was so powerful and i wonder how much more powerful it would have been had i not known it was coming but mm-hmm. this this song this video this visual whatever you want to call it was almost a perfect way for kendrick to say hey i'm back and I love that it's not on the album. I love that it's it's thought provoking and everything like that because it kind of cleanses the palate of everything else that's out there in hip hop right now and gets you back in the mindset for what's about to drop in a couple of days on this upcoming Friday. And I can't wait to take in that album. And this was just the perfect way to kind of set my mind back to prepare me to take in a Kendrick Lamar album. That's my thoughts on it. And I think it did what it was intended to do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, Marquis. Anyone else got anything deep no, to say? I thought it was fucking amazing. Even though Milwaukee just won, um, Milwaukee well, won. Uh, they came back and won what? that game. Yeah, Shout out to Milwaukee. yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, the line that I, I wanted to quote, he said, um, "In a land where hurt people hurt more people, I <laughs> fucking call." He said, "A fucking call it culture. Don't fucking call it culture." Mm. Yeah, that's a deep line. It probably went over ninety yeah. percent of the people's heads who listened to it. Yeah, they gonna forget. There were a lot of big lines in that. There's a lot. There's a, a lot. lot. And, you know, truthfully, until I saw Lauren London's, um, you know, comments on the post, uh, and she actually reposted it, I was kind of worried about what the families of you know, Nipsey and, and Kobe and, you know, those who are no longer with us that he kind of was speaking for um, and using imagery of in it. Like, I was kind of scared of how they'd react. But it seems like it's all love, so that's good. If it, see, to, to speak to that, I think he's the only one of the only people who can get away with that. If well, he probably didn't he- get permission. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he probably got permission, but he seems like... The I only hope he got one. permission, because I think... I don't know. That's sensitive for a lot of people. Well, his but, relationship with Nip's family is extremely right. Good. Right. Uh, as far as Kobe, I don't. I. I. I think he's a smart enough guy to know that he got. He has to get some type of okay. Uh, but I kind of agree with Marquis. Like he is one of those that. It's kind of like Dave Chappelle in a way. You know what I mean? Like when he say something, we gonna listen and we know that it's not coming from mm-hmm. a, a negative place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or attention uh, or anything like yeah. that. Just, mm-hmm. And, and he, he's from the land. So, you know, I could, I could see if it was one of those things where he wasn't the artist who he was and he was actually beefing with cats from the land and stuff like that. And if you was to kick any type of dirt, even close to Kobe's name or Nip's name, that, is, that, that is, that is a death wish. You know what I mean? So if that is considered a death wish, just think about the opposite. You know what I mean? Like when I unlike 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 Hayes, I saw it for the first when I the shit and I was high too, Hayes. So you know, so you know when I seen this shit turn into OJ, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> and then Kanye, and then Kanye. When I seen Kobe's brilliant. Face, when I seen Kobe's face, I said, 
Holy shit. He is really. And then when I seen Nip, I said he did it. He he did. He fucking did it. He did it. He spoke. He, he spoke for them. He spoke for us. He's he spoke for he spoke against and for the culture. He Maybe said it all the first time he had a conversation with Pac. Oh yeah. There's not too many people who can get away with this. Because everyone else, like Jack Harlow, will do it for the fame. Kendrick don't need the fame. If he's doing something, we're listening. And that's why we appreciated it more. I think you got other artists out there too, like that. I think Jay and Nas can do that as well. You know what I mean? I, Nas has done it. You know what I mean? But I can also see that, you know, Nas probably make a phone call like, yo, can I use this this little snippet of, uh, of Nip's voice on my album? I'm, nobody gonna say no to Nas. But I think this goes back to that conversation we, we had with um, Childish Gambino. Like how Kendrick is in that lane. The creativity, not just limited to rap. Oh, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. He's in, he's Brilliance. In a, he's in a different atmosphere when it comes to that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Brilliant. Imagine a Kendrick and Nas song. Has there not? Uh, we need nope. that collab. We need that on KD3. It'd be that. a weird. See, I'm afraid because the voice, Kendrick's voice and Nas, like it'd be weird. Well, but which Kendrick? Kendrick mental? has like 15 different voices he, he got, uses on. Got a gang of different voices. So, he, does, he does. Yeah. Okay. He may he may like discover a new one to work with Nas. That may maybe what happens. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, great track, great vi- visual. I can't wait to get to the album. I can't wait to review it. I'm so glad that we have a full weekend and and week to take in this album because by by time next Wednesday drops and we're doing a review on it, I'm probably gonna have to listen to the album about six we, times we, all the way through. We might have to do we might have to do like a, an emergency uh, broadcast on like a Saturday night. I'm down. I'd be down for that. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and move in. We got black people like rock too. Marquis, what you got for us today? Oh, yeah. So I know you guys can do your homework. So I'll do something for you. All right. There's a band called Crowbot, right? Now, Crowbot is that garage type of um, melodic, but that that in-your-face kind of, kind of rock music, right? Um. They have an album coming out, um, uh, Transmission, for, I forgot, whatever it is, whatever. But it's actually pretty cool. Well, I'm looking forward to it. And the reason why this band is so important to me is I actually opened for this band. Mm. So when I had my own hip-hop alternative band, we met with him. And cool, the lead singer is really cool. He has his beard. He calls his, his followers beardos, right? And he had long hair. So one of his songs is called Le Mano, El Mano, Le Mano El Lucifer. Um, it's catchy, groovy, but paying attention to the lyrics and everything, it's actually pretty fucking good. So the whole band, just listening to their first album, they were releasing their first album. They, they were cool, took pictures with everybody, but they actually had a, had a good conversation with him. Just his motivation, his mindset. You know, they're from Pennsylvania and everything. Like what made him made them like you know get to get how they got together what's their mindset what's the band about and it's not just like that groove storm metal it's there's actually a lot of good content behind it but i, I think everyone what was this story. song about well Elmano de lucifer yeah because that's a little scary the it's translation of that no it's basically 
no matter what, the devil is always there. It's what you do with it. You know what I mean? Like how you handle it. Like it's always What's going on. You found. What are you? What are you gonna? What are you gonna do about that? Mm. You know okay. what I mean? No matter mm-hmm. if it's there, no matter, just don't don't succumb to it. Just overcome whatever it is and just elevate above it. It's always going to be there, you know. Mm. That's heavy. The funny thing is, Em, you were at that show <coughs> in Brighton Beat in Brighton Bar. Mm-hmm. Me? Yep. That was the first time you went to the show. You didn't catch the um. The, I the do not attend demonic events. Thank that you, wasn't sir. A, no, no, the band wasn't a demonic. Uh, band, there that was just one particular song talking about, but it was more of a powerful, not uplifting, but just basically don't succumb to it, just be you, grow within, then trust in yourself, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm. Okay, that's all. It's not, it's not a demonic song at all. That was the only song they had like that. And I said the reason it, it resonated with me because I asked him about it. That was one of the first things I heard his album. It's like, let me do my research before I actually perform before this, this guy. And I asked him, he's like, no, it's not. It's, it's a catchy song, but this is what it is. It's more of an influence. It's more of don't succumb to that. Focus on what's there in front of you and then strive for better. That's all. Uh, okay. so, been following their career for a while. They had about four albums after that. And they have a, they have a massive following, even though they're not on a major label. They left their last label and they finally said, you know what, now we can make music the way we really want to make it because we're not tied to a major label anymore. Uh, you gonna reach out to them? I'll message them. Yeah. yeah. I'll probably send them a message real quick. Yeah. I got a picture with them too. I'll probably post that up there on them also. I'm pretty no, sure that I'm I don't pretty like sure you could uh yeah, and you can share that same exact story. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell them. If I remember. I'm not a social media person, you know that. We know. But that's my story. All right. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> Definitely you. dope. Uh, let's move on from one dope thing to another, though. Atlanta. This, la- this, this last couple of episodes of Atlanta have been hitting on all cylinders. But this last one, this most recent episode of Atlanta, I would love to sit down and have a conversation with Donald Glover, the writers, whoever it is, and be like, hey, man, how do y'all come up with this shit? Because there has to be a lot of pain, a lot of pain and other things linked to a lot of these damn episodes. Go ahead, Mary. No, I I was just agreeing with you. Like, I really, the, the gamut of things they touch upon and in such a creative and subtle way, it really is like, what is this writing process? Do you guys say, all right, what are we, what are the themes of this episode and then how are we going to get there? Like, because boy, like this last one, really, it was deep. It was deep. Definitely. I mean, the, I mean last, the last two were really deep, too, because even the one where um, uh, uh, Paperboy was walking through it and he had the visions of the girl and eventually add, like, who owns his masters. That was when you look back yeah. at that, like, it was funny going through it. But then when you really look mm-hmm. back at it and process what they were really trying to tell you in that episode, mm-hmm. that was a really deep episode as well. But go ahead. Well, when you process it, that was really a psychological projection of his mother. Yeah. That's even crazy. crazier. Yeah, God, doggy, boy, I'm telling you, man, that's LSD. I'm trying to tell y'all, they not off at. I believe it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead, Marquis. So, the psychology behind it, fucking magnificent. The one thing about 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 Atlanta, this is probably one of the most unpredictable shows we've ever watched. Like we already know outcomes, you can kind of predict things that happen. Here, you don't. Mm. I'm, I mean, I'll touch on Trinity to the Bone later, but 
and you, you just said it that that the whole fact the manifestation of his mom's like that was so fucking real how they touched upon her yo but how about how he saw himself basically curled up and all mm-hmm. yes and, and, and didn't know it was him at first yeah follow the trend wearing the goofy hat yeah yeah oh my god and liam neeson <laughs> Yo, that was that was a cold. Scene. Yeah, I still hate y'all. That was a dope, that was a dope conversation. The yeah. one thing about I don't have to learn. Yeah. We don't have to learn. We're white. Yeah. Listen, and, but I'll, I'll tell you this. So I was watching that episode, and my son was doing something. So that whole conversation, the first time that I watched it, I I I, I was paying attention, but not really paying attention. And then when my son went to lay down, I had stopped the show, so I rewound it from there and listened to it from the. For that whole conversation from start to finish again, and I was just like, the layers in this conversation. Yep. Yeah. Not only that, hey, it, to me, it felt like this was this was Donald giving him another chance to explain himself. Yeah. Like it was really they, it was really for us to hear again. Mm. But I, what would he do? Yeah, I still don't like y'all niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I'm, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. People to do this. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna and lie. He's like, yeah, so until further notice, we are sworn enemies. Arr. <laughs> like, what? It's, man, that shit is brilliant, man. Well, no, I also think, and see, this is the beauty of all of this because it could Same. be left to so many different interpretations. Because mm-hmm. in a way, I kind of, the messaging I got from that was that you really can't cancel people who don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, dude was proudly having a drinking cancel club and was like, yeah, fuck all of you. Fuck y'all so, niggas. But I'm not out of here. I'm in here this time. I'm in here. <laughs> yeah. Cancel this. And what was his name? New Jazz. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry. Again, dissecting this episode. Trippy. Hey, you're gonna be doing the same it thing was on so Friday. Real. It was so real, though. Like I understood so many levels. I had to watch the show again just to pick apart things. It was yeah. fucking brilliant. Yeah. And at the end, you know what? The, the one thing I love about this, though, the one thing true form is earn. Earn. Who owns my masters? I, I, I signed paperwork. I don't know what I signed. What? Who owns my masters? And that slight pause. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you kind of knew he was gonna say. You just hope he didn't. Yeah. You do. Yo, we was really, yo, we was really listening though. Like that exactly. pause, that pause because, had us fucked up. For because had had that answer been anything else, I would have been worried about how the rest of the season was gonna go. Yeah, as far as their relationship, um, just an amazing. And that's the one thing episode. I liked about his character, Earn. Like Earn, no matter what, he still does what he's supposed to do for. Her. Yeah, you he know fucks I mean? up he sometimes. Himself. He fucks up, but yeah. he makes sure that a lot of things are taken care of to the point to where. Paperboy ain't got to worry about it. Um, mm-hmm. So new jazz, amazing episode, just just written like, just it's it's amazing. It's a masterpiece. Like I, it, the fact that that FX lets Donald Glover just have this show that is so black with these messages Jeez. and everything in it has been amazing. And this, listen, season four is coming the fall of this year. If this is what they have in seasons, I can't wait to see what season four, that official final season, has in store for us. But we mainly talked about new jazz. Let's talk about Trinity to the Bone a little bit. The the fact that, that they used Chet Hanks in that episode was fucking phenomenal. It was hilarious to have Chet Hanks in there. Um, 
listen. I, the, as the episode Prime was going, <laughs> as the episode was going Your on, is so real. I was like, where are they gonna go with this? Like, where the fuck are they going with this shit? But as always with Atlanta, it always makes sense by the end of it. Yep. Yep. Because I, in the beginning, me too. It's like, all right, the boy don't like bland food. Got yeah. it. Like, it was all these things. And then, yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. And seriously, to have Chet Hanks play himself mm-hmm. and Liam Neeson. Like, he is, how is he getting away with doing this to the white people? <laughs> <laughs> You want to be somebody? Be hey, in Atlanta. I can honestly, I got an answer for that. Because for some reason, I feel like, I feel like a lot of white people that is unaware want to know the truth. I also think they like the entertainment. And I also think there's some people out there that feel like they're still getting away with this bullshit in front of us. And but I but I think Donald has a he does a great way of highlighting it. I'd say right now we got to go to YouTube for both Donald Glover and um and uh Kendrick. So I think after you break down his album and these um episodes, you're gonna be beyond woke. You're gonna you're just gonna be up. So you want to know what a close white friend, one of my closest friends said to me? The white people who are up on this. Are like, oh, I'm not like the other white people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I wonder if they, they still feel, feel the- that after watching these episodes, though. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. My dad's one of them. Mm. Okay. <laughs> he'll be, he like clear does not identify at all. But then you're like, but you're white. <laughs> and he'll be like, oh, white guy over there. <laughs> is your dad like that, Hayes? Or my, my, is it listen, just- my dad, first of all, growing up on the south side of Chicago and then being married to my mother as long as he has, my dad, like, he talks so much shit about white people that I that I have to like kind of like you said, I look at him sometimes. I'm like, but wait a second. You do realize that you are indeed from the mountains of caucus, right? <laughs> I know. And it's like my dad is like a ginger, like he's yeah. redheaded and freckled. And it's like, <laughs> that's funny. Like there's not even a like any flavor there. <laughs> <clears throat> Crazy. Oh yeah, I no think that he's, I think they they're that way. I yeah. I do. No like I think there's a whole breed of like spicy white people that do not that like declassify themselves from the other ones. Spicy white people. You just call them spicy white people. Yeah, they got a little seasoning like, on them. They got, hey, they got, they got, they got, they got a little Lari's in their system. It changes them <laughs> right. forever, bro. Spice, spicy mayo. Huh? Oh That's hell, crazy. no kind. <laughs> no no paprika. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> <All right, Becca>. <laughs> <laughs> but no, when no I can. saw Chet Hanks in that funeral, I was. I, literally, I was like, "This is genius!" Like it was crazy. But here's my. Other takeaway, and I think I did mention this to Marquis, but so sorry for the redundancy. Um, but what one thing that really did strike me too is when they all started bugging out in the funeral, as does often happen in mm-hmm. black, you know, of all background funerals. Um, and then they realized they were scaring the white people. Hmm. Dude literally said, like, this is how we sad. And it really, that was touching in on many levels, but it really was like, in a way, yeah. Like, I think that marginalized people 
have like expressed their anger, well, expressed their sadness through anger a lot. Mm -hmm. And it's misinterpreted by white people. And I don't know. I just kind of felt like that was one of those things that made me think for a minute. It's so, like Will Smith smacking Chris Rock. We're used to shit like this. They're not. Mm. Well, yeah, only that. That was a little bit different. But, That's a but, whole but, no way. I, I, I think, no, 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 no. Well, let me see if I can help Marquise out with this. I don't think, like, I, I was I was shocked that he did it in front of white people. Mm. That's what it is. Like, because I don't care about it no more. But then to hear some people saying, oh, my God, it's, it was just too much. No, it wasn't. <laughs> the, the big homie slapped the other big homie on, on live TV. Shit would, shit would happen in the back. You know what I mean? You know, so when they, said, when they said they just, I, I can't go to sleep at night because Chris Rock, shut up. Shut your ass up. You didn't get slapped. Go to sleep. Mm. Go to sleep, ho. Go to sleep. If you're tired, be quiet and go to sleep. Sleep. Oh, but all right. Anything left on Atlanta before we move into the last topic of the day for by Baylor? What, what do we rank this? The show? show? No, it's too early for that. Yeah. No, we gotta wait. No, we gotta see the finish. Atlanta overall. We got- I think Atlanta this season is in a class of its own. Oh, yeah. Because honestly, I've never seen anything like this. That Never. Is true. This this is everything that Atlanta did right in their other seasons. It's coming together for perfect. This is a perfect season of television so far. And yeah. the fact that they even have an episode coming up this week where Kevin Samuels is in it and he just passed away is just adding to the greatness crazy. of like it's that's crazy. This show is just so it's going to be one of those shows that literally I'm probably going to go back after it ends and watch this from the beginning and start it all, all the way over and take this in because this has been just an amazing journey of did, written television. Did we discuss we did we actually discuss the um the suing in reparations episode? Yeah, cuz remember Mary cracked a joke at me saying that somebody was going to come sue me cuz they cuz me being half white. So remember the same character was from the first episode when he was on the boat, right? Uh-huh. When we look back at this this season how they built this, this whole entire season is going to be a fucking masterpiece. Like, I think every episode, every season before this, we just, it was more character development. Yeah. This season is like, this is revolutionary. It, this well, is like, to, this is like the, the infinity war of Atlanta. It's every, every great thing about the first two seasons is coming together to make this the perfect season. This is better than Infinity War for me. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying the way that it all culminates. Yeah, I get so. you. It's, it's basically forming the... Okay. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah, but they, right. had, they, they, had time, they had time to sit on this and, 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 and make it and put it together like that, you know? It's yeah. been, what, almost... How many years was it? But they could have pulled it insecure. They could have definitely pulled it insecure. They yes and no. We talking about two different minds. It's been four yeah, I years. Say, I wouldn't even compare. Yeah, but if, if you just said if you just said he's in a class of his own, that means it's not comparable. No, this no. What I'm saying is this. I understand you saying the time. I'm glad he had the time. He's so much in demand, and all the whole cast is now in demand. Mm-hmm. How they pull this off still, like the way this was written, structured, and getting all those personalities together, making this work. But his message, his me—that's what I'm saying. When you when you look at cats like that, and I know I, I know we bring up these other two names a lot. They sit, Nas, K Dot, they, J Cole. They sit up here and think about this stuff. 
And so when you you give Donald that much time to 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 craft something, it's going to come out good. And the message within his episodes are much more deeper than any episode of Insecure. Insecure, and and they're they're both geared around different type of topics. It might be for us, but it's just different avenues that they're going down. I, I will. Want- this this is not a sitcom to me. I don't. I don't consider it a sitcom, but I would definitely put it in my Hall of Fame of sitcom uh, of shows, the different worlds, and I don't want to say the other guy's name because he had a classic <laughs> show too. But you know what I mean. Bill Cosby. Let's be real. He had a great show. I got a one question though. Does this resurrect Lakeith Stanfield's career? What? Why? Why did Lakeith Stanfield? Die? Yeah. What do you mean by that? There's a lot of hate. His career never went anywhere. There's a lot of. I mean, he's not a a leading man, but his career is far from dead. Okay. And he's kind of still the same character that he is. He's the same character in everything. Yeah. Like, are we good with that? I mean, is he good with that? It doesn't matter if we're good with that. He may may be a limited actor, and that's fine. He does one character extremely well. That may be all that he's that he could do. Okay. Because I tell you what, the one movie that I did see him try try to do something different, it wasn't that much, but it was a little different, was the photograph. And no. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. So. Yeah. And he was a leading man in that one. Exactly. He's just not a leading man. Yeah. Is Donald Glover a leading man? Uh, yes. I, I say it. yes. Yeah. I say yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on. Last topic of the day. Baylor, what you got for us? Oh yeah, so I got four, I got four uh, new artists that you will present to another person, city, state, country, a no another a whole another universe, and you gotta you gotta tell me what you think is their best song to present to these to these people. So, first one is Bobby Brown. Mm. I got my prerogative. Yeah, I think it's gonna be my prerogative on that one. If we can't use new edition tracks, just Bobby Brown tracks? No, solo. Solo okay. Brown. Yeah, it'd be yeah. my prerogative. Yeah. Mm, every Little Step? Was that him oh. solo? Yeah. 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 I might go with that one. Okay. 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 Next one. Mint wait, condition. Wait, did, did Marquis go? Oh, my bad. No, he, he said. He no, I'm going to say my progress. Okay. My right, progress. Cool. Go ahead. Mint condition. Ooh, mm. pretty brown eyes. You send me swinging. Pretty brown eyes. Mm. Okay, yeah, I like that one too. Eyes, of course. Yeah, I have to go probably pretty brown eyes on that one too. Okay, okay. Third <laughs> the third one, Joe. Ooh, I want to know. I, Ooh, know. I like that one. I said I all the things. Yeah, all the things a good one too. I have to probably. If go I was your I man too. If I was your man. Mm. Mm, okay, and last one, Hall of Famer. Stevie Wonder. No. Ribbon nope. in the sky. Nope. Oh, yeah. Absolutely ribbon in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I had ribbon in the sky. Uh, and or Happy ass. birthday. How about that? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck all of y'all. Y'all not messing with my boy. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't do this. Yeah, it definitely got to be ribbon in the sky. Why'd you do this? Why'd you do this? Not Everybody. Stevie Wonder, bro. Everybody has There's their day. There's superstition. This, oh my god, I hate you. Where does Master Blaster rank on that list? <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Well, moving right along. 
Why did everyone have the same? Hey, the same exact expression. <laughs> on the list. Same exact expression. Same on the list. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we got a crew that's let not gonna lie. Hold on. There is no such thing as a bad Stevie Wonder song. There is no such thing as a bad Stevie Wonder song. This is true. I just don't make. I just don't rank Master Blaster up there. I'm sorry. That's fair. All right, that's it. I guess. Jamming, 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 jamming. That's been another episode of the Breaks Radio. Go give me your social media unless you guys got any parting words. Mary, you're up first. I'm gonna start muting Marquis. He doesn't know. How you to know, start. today's the day that Bob Marley died 41 years ago. Wow. So. Shout out to. Wow. Shout out. Shout Mercury's out. in retrograde. Like fuck all y'all. Yeah. That too. Anyhow, we shall rise above and elevate. You can follow me for no more words of wisdom and encouragement like that because I barely post. But <laughs> I'm at Miss Mary L. Monte on all social pa- platforms. And Young Urban Moms and follow Rock the Bells. All right, Baylor. Uh, at Baylorism on TikTok and Twitter. And you can also find me chilling with the Rico. <laughs> <laughs> Marquis. You might just get called the Rico. <laughs> you know what? You might just follow Why me. Why didn't on. one of you guys na- put your name as Rico? <laughs> Rico <me>. Suave. <laughs> <laughs> Catch me at the Essence Fest. Peace out. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. You can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, thebreaksradio.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave us a text and a voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. We are the number one podcast for the culture. And we out this bitch. Stevie Wonder is the greatest musician of all time. The greatest of all time. Because the fact of him being able to play instruments, write, how do you write music for other people when you're blind? Because he's seen it. This has been a presentation of the Breaks Breaks Media. Media.